Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Um, I want to share some reflection with you on my experience in going for Hajj. Uh, I had gone for Hajj in 2006, so it was a long time ago. Um, I was still a student at the time, um, and I was just newly married. And uh, at the time, uh, Hajj happened to be during the winter vacation uh, of school. And so uh, different groups had been offering various packages, and one group was offering a package for students. It was a discounted rate for students. And so my wife and I, we had a bit of uh, money saved up, and we thought, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity Let's go uh, for the Hajj. So whatever savings we had, uh, we we used it to to pay for this package. It was a very basic package, very you know minimal sort of uh, accommodations and so on. So we had gone, and I think one thing that's a constant in any kind of stories you hear about the Hajj is that it can be very difficult, very trying uh, situation. You know, there's so many people there at once, and um, you know just by the nature of the Hajj, given that you know there's millions of people all in one place at one time, uh, you know, there's things that are bound to go wrong and, and whatever can go wrong really does go wrong, regardless of how experienced your Hajj group is. Uh, and so you can imagine now that, you know, we were going with a group that was very, you know, far less experienced uh, in, in organizing these, these these groups and it was a very basic package. And so uh, we, we got there and, uh, you know, the, the challenges started pretty much early on. So customarily, you go to Mina uh, before the day of Arafah. And so we were we set out early in the morning to go to our tents in Mina. We were going to spend the day there and get ready for, for the day of Arafah, which would be the next day. So we, we, we set out early. Uh, we walked to our, our, uh, our tents in Mina. And, uh, you know, but we, we finally arrived after, you know, half hour, 45 minutes of walking. We finally arrived there. And lo and behold... Um, there's people in the tent. Um, so, we, you know, we get there, there's people in the tent, they're arguing that, you know, it's their tent and we're arguing, no, it's our tent. It was kind of a standoff for, for quite some time. We were there for maybe an hour, maybe two hours. Uh, neither of us wanted to really budge. Eventually, uh, you know, we were, you know, our group was young, we were students. Uh, the tent was uh, older men. They were, you know, uh, we figured, you know, it's Hajj, we should try to be patient and, and you know, uh, given that we're younger, we can try to find something else. So we, we just decided to leave. We left the tent for them. And uh, then we went from tent to tent, uh, trying to find a place to stay. So we literally went to five different tents, uh, getting kicked out uh, numerous times. Eventually, we managed to find something by the end of the day. So we set out, uh, you know, probably before Dhor, and then by Maghrib time, finally we found a tent that we were able to uh, keep our group uh, in together. And so... You know, we rest up uh, at Fajr time, we, we pray Fajr, and then uh, after Fajr, our, our buses are not there uh, taking us to Arafah. So, you know, we thought that, okay, you know, so far with this group, you know, we didn't have tents. Uh, we had a difficult time getting a tent. Our biggest fear was that we wouldn't be able to make it in time uh, if we wait for these buses to make it to Arafah. And so... You know, we figured again. You know, we're young, we're students, we're relatively healthy. We can we can walk from uh, Mina to Arafah. So we decide to make the walk, uh, and it's about I think an eight kilometer walk in total. Um, it ended up ended up us taking it ended up taking us about maybe six six or seven hours to do that walk. 
uh, because we ended up getting lost uh, on the way. We, we couldn't find our, our, her tent uh, in, in, in Arafat. And so it was a very, you know, grueling kind of walk. You know, it was in the middle, you know, in the morning, we were, we were in, out in the sun throughout the hottest parts of the day. And you'd imagine on the surface that, you know, when you hear this story that uh, this must have been the most difficult uh, part of the Hajj, you know, uh, and it was probably the most uh, you know, unfortunate part of the Hajj, you, know, you could say. But I think for me, uh, this was probably the most beneficial part of the Hajj because in doing this walk from uh, Mina to Arafah, we kind of experienced uh, Hajj in a different way. Uh, typically when you go for Hajj with these packages, especially if you're coming from a Western country, they're very kind of, uh, it's a very insular uh, kind of experience. You know, you're, you're kind of just you're riding the bus with people from your group. You're staying in tents and hotels with people from your group. You're really kind of only experience, experiencing Hajj uh, with people that, you know, are from your surroundings, people that are coming from, you know, Western sort of privileged backgrounds. But on this walk, we literally, you know, were walking with people that could not afford uh, these types of accommodations. They couldn't afford the transportation. And so we're seeing, you know, we're kind of experiencing Hajj from a different perspective now. And, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of people were making this walk. And, you know, some of the images are still, you know, engraved in my mind. Of You know, you have people that were maybe in their 80s or 90s, hunched over almost 90 degrees uh, and with a cane. And, and yet they're making this, uh, you know, this long, this long walk in the heat. Uh, and so you really kind of get a sense of the privilege that you're that you're living in when you see Hajj from that perspective. You know, you, you get a, you know the Hajj is really a microcosm of the Muslim Allah, and you get a sense of what you know the conditions are for different Muslims. You know, some of the people that were on this walk, they were with canes. They were older people. Uh, they needed assistance walking. Some of them had you know their their sandals broke along the way, and you know very basic sort of uh, things that they had with them. And you really kind of get a sense of the privilege that, that you've experienced in your life when, when you see uh, Hajj from that perspective. And so hopefully the idea, at least for myself, was that, you know, when you see this kind of uh, circumstance, you know, you see the you know how Muslims are living and so on, it helps you kind of get a sense to understand, you know, your privilege and be, to be grateful for that, but also to kind of empathize with, with the difficulties that other Muslims experience. Um, and also, you know, just seeing Hajj from that perspective, you see Muslims from all over the world, literally. You know, you're, not, you're no longer kind of isolated within your group. You're seeing a hedge from, you know, you're seeing the hedge of the people that are coming from all over Asia, all over Africa, all over, uh, you know, uh, North America, Europe, uh, from everywhere, really. You're seeing Muslims from every kind of corner of the world. And uh, for me, it was a really sort of eye-opening experience. It was a really amazing experience. I think the benefit you can take from that is that Sometimes, you know, you, you, you perceive things as very difficult or very hard. And these things, you know, they, people describe them as a test that you experience when you go for Hajj. But sometimes the benefits of the Hajj are, are hidden in these sort of difficult moments, uh, in, these, in these intense sort of difficult circumstances. That's where you can really kind of gain some of the fruits of the Hajj. Another thing that was an amazing experience for me is really seeing, uh, you know, how the Hajj, I mean, for me... I, when I think of the Day of Judgment, you know, it's, it's, it's an awesome, unimaginable event where, you know, everyone is, is, is brought before Allah for judgment. And, you know, the site in the Hajj, I think in terms of lived experiences, it's the closest thing that you can ever experience to get a sense, even a fraction of what that experience would be like. Uh, just because, you know, you're, you're so many people all together all at once, one small space, 
very crowded. Everyone's kind of testing each other. Everyone's sort of looking out for themselves. It's a very difficult circumstance that you're in, uh, surrounded by people, uh, and it's it's very it can be very uh, difficult and challenging. And so for me, you know, I, I, it really kind of gives me a sense, uh, of, you know, a fraction of of what the feeling may be like on the on the day of judgment when you're just surrounded by everyone and, and everyone's in this you know difficult sort of circumstance. The last sort of lesson. I can, I think, share with you all is, is just this idea of, you know, being able to go for Hajj when, when you're at a young age in your life. I really see the Hajj as uh, you know, one of those events in your life that's a turning point. It, you really kind of live a different life after you've returned from the Hajj. And, uh, you know, when I, when I think of the Hajj, uh, you know, and I think of how it impacted myself and how it, it's a turning point for so many people, you know, I wonder, you know, doesn't it make sense to, if you're able to at a young age, go for the Hajj, doesn't it make sense to have that turning point early on in your life, you know, so that you can kind of live the experiences of your life through that change that you've experienced in the Hajj, uh, as opposed to going that trans- to, through that transformation later on in your life. Uh, you know, why not, before you've had children, before you've started your career, uh, why not make that transformation in your life so that that transformation uh, informs, you know, your decisions in your career. So it informs the decisions that you make uh, in terms of, of your family and, and, and parenting and so on. Um, and really, I think that it, it's so much more beneficial to live that transformation, you know, through those key milestones in your life as opposed to doing the hedge later on in your life when you've passed so many of those key milestones in your life. So these are just some of the, the sort of benefits and lessons that I wanted to share with you all. Uh, you know, for those of you that have made the hedge, uh, may Allah accept it from you all. For those of you that have not had the opportunity to go for the Hajj, I pray that Allah extends His invitation to you all so you're able to make this uh, you know, blessed and amazing journey. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.